Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. I'm Colin Bradley. Welcome everyone to episode 16. Ready to go again. We are. Yeah. Bit, bit late this week. <laughs> we are a little bit, aren't we? Sorry about that everyone. It's been a bit of a hectic week. I wasn't quite sure what day I'd be coming back. Uh, it turns out I'm coming back on the day we should be releasing the podcast. That's right. <laughs> but, but, but you've got a very busy day tomorrow so you had to... Uh, you had to delay it, didn't you? Exactly, yeah, exactly. Anyway. We had to fit in. We're here now. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, it's fine. Right. We've had a, we have had a very busy week, though, haven't we? We have both separately. Both had very hectic times. Well, I, I've I've uh, I've had a funny week this week, Steve. Uh, not funny, ha ha. Funny, irritating, really, with my inbox going down. Yeah, your email uh, address uh, went. Suddenly it? it went, and I thought, oh my goodness, now what? <laughs> well, you get so used to it, you see, and when you haven't got it. So anyway, we had to panic. You put a message on Facebook, and yeah. I didn't get anything coming through. So I couldn't do anything. Fortunately, our orders are on a different system, so we managed to fulfil all our orders. Absolutely, uh, yeah. yeah. It's been a pain in the backside, it hasn't has. it? Anyway, yeah. it's, all, it's all up and running now, As though. of today, yep, it's been resolved, fortunately. It was nothing to do with us. It was to do with the provider, and for whatever reason, these things happen. We haven't had a glitch for oh, a long time. years. So it's a small glitch. It's been resolved. You can now Consequently, I'm, I'm in a happy mood tonight. Though, so. <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, does it so? That's good for everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would make my story more interesting, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so this week, uh, what are you going to tell us about this week, Dad? What, what well, what I'm going to tell you about this week is probably singularly the most important thing that's happened to us, really. You've said that before. No, 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 <laughs> no. This is, it's the PAX. Because if you think about it, everything really now revolves around the PACs. Mm. All my expertise really came from doing the PACs and presenting the PACs. So I really want to take you right back to the very beginning and how they started out. It started out, I was doing a demonstration for Swans Tobelo in an art store in Hertfordshire. It was quite a big company and they had a, like an open day. It was well advertised. And there was about six other artists there. There was quite a few. So it was a big, big store then, if you're, oh, all, it was if you're all there big. demonstrating. It was on two floors. And we were all there, all day in our little corner, you know, doing our, strutting our stuff. Do you know, I, I remember I was doing a gorilla. I, I distinctly remember. The, the, the gorilla that's on the uh, site, actually. Oh, really? But not that one. It was one previous. You know, it's, it's another story. Right. I'll have to okay. I'll digress if I go on to that. Anyway... During lunch break, I was wandering around the store looking at all the goodies, and I came across, uh, I think it was a flower, I'm sure it was a flower, that was done as a line drawing. That's all it was, just a line drawing with an inset. It had a picture in it as well. Well, like a reference picture. A reference picture, yeah. Right. Yeah, sort of tucked in, you know. I thought, well, that's quite a good idea. I wonder if I could adapt something like that. So when I got back, I played around with it and thought, you know, this could be quite useful. Did you buy it then? Did you get? No, 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 I didn't buy it. You just looked at it and no, thought, that's I a good idea, like and that. clocked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was a poor struggling artist. I couldn't afford it. <laughs> no, no. Uh, it was the idea that came to me. Anyway, I, I practiced and I thought, well, what's the best subject to use? So I chose a cat. I found this cat picture and I used the Carpatella pastel pencil. No sign of Faber-Castell at that time. Mm. And I thought, well, how many pencils should I use? I was envisioning a pack, you know, an A4 pack mm. with uh, pencils on the front. I thought, well, how many pencils? And I came to the conclusion that six pencils was a good amount to put on there. Mm. So I thought, okay, 
Let's me do this cat picture with six pastel pencils. That must have been a hell of a challenge for you. It was, but then that's what it's all about. Which ones do you pick, you know? (sighs) And at this point, how long have you been doing pastel pencils? Oh, quite a long time then. Uh, So you were quite experienced with the colours and producing a cat picture. Oh, yes. When I say many years, it's probably about three or four years in. It wasn't that long, you know, but I'd been using them for three or four years. But I'd done an awful lot of portraits, people's portraits. I'd done a lot of work with the pastel pencil, so I knew what to do. Anyway, I produced this and I set up a pack. It was uh, very Heath Robinson. It was in a food bag, I remember, uh, instead of, you know, the usual sort of slick little pack that we do now. Yeah, It was in a food bag and I had to fold it over at the top and fold it over at the side and sellotape it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh dear! Uh, it was it was not bad. So what no. did you have in the pack? What was it? Well, it was just the, the pencils picture. on the front, yeah, and the picture. But the picture wasn't actually on the page. You know, the front page. It was stuck on with a bit of tape. Right. Okay. <laughs> and people had to take the picture off and look at it that way. Anyway, so that's and there was that. a line drawing with it, and as well. the line drawing was in, inside it. And a carbon, a piece of carbon so was inside. Could, yeah. So people had to do it themselves, basically. Yes. And the pastel board. They had pastel board. We didn't have paper at that time. It was pastel board. And that's another story we'll pick up another time, Steve. Anyway, so that's what it was. So it didn't have an, uh, the pastel board itself acted like a grey board, you know, that we yeah. put in today. It was quite secure. Anyway, that's, that's how it went out. And I sold a few of them. Bear in mind, I didn't really have mail order at that time. That really wasn't on the scene. So what I was doing was taking it round to my art shows. I couldn't sell it in the stores, of course, because they had to sell their own products. Yeah, yeah. But I could sell it to my own customers. My classes had a few. I sold a few. And then it kind of went by the board. I thought, well, you know, I wonder if this is any good. I wasn't selling enough of them to make it work. Yeah. So then I did another art store. This was in St. Albans. Similar sort of thing. It was, that was, again, it was on two floors, and there was lots of artists there. It was a big store. In, so you're demonstrating uh, for uh, Swans No, it was still Swans to Yeah, still for them. Yeah. Actually, I tell a lie. Folks, I'm lying. That's my memory going. No, it wasn't. It was with Faber-Castell. So I'd switched allegiance by then. That was and about the mid-'90s, wasn't it? Yes, it was. And the reason, I think this is probably the reason I didn't sell the pack anymore because it was Swans to Bilo pencils. And I think that was probably one of the reasons why it kind of slipped away a little bit. No, I was selling Faber-Gastel pencils then. A friend of mine was at the store. He wasn't demonstrating. He'd just come along. He used to, he was the chap who sold me my easel that I used, you know, for all the demonstrations. That's another story, folks. Anyway... He said to me, him and his wife, he said to me, can we have a drink afterwards, Colin? I said, yeah, sure. So anyway, he said, uh, when we were having our drink, he said, you know, Colin, I've got a really good idea. I said, what's that? He said, why don't you produce packs of your work? Now, I didn't let on that I'd already done this. He, or didn't, tried know, it. he didn't know about no, this. No, he didn't know about it then. So I said, oh, well, what a good idea. Anyway, we discussed it a little bit more, and it was nice actually to have somebody to, to, to bat off, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'd all invented all this on my own before but this time I had someone to bounce off anyway by the time I'd finished there we had it all sewn up we had you know half a dozen packs organized you know ideas of course only just ideas uh, who was he again what was him what involvement was he was just he was he was a chap who 
was selling the easels. He, he, right. They were metal-framed easels. Yeah. And uh, I'd met him uh, about six months, a year beforehand. Mm. And we you know, got quite pally. As I say, it's another story. I, must, I mustn't digress from okay, there. But okay. here's the chap. Yeah. Ask me another time because it's another interesting story. Anyway, we, I, I then went back to the studio and developed six pictures. Now, the cat picture that was done with the Swanstabilo pencils, I immediately swapped all the pencils over. Yeah, you had to I did. come I, up with I the, the Faber-Castell version. Of the, yes, and I, yeah. did it, I did the cat again with the Faber-Castell ones. And then I produced uh, five more. We had the Laying Dog, the Boats in Landscape, Hamilton Mill, Thames Barges and Girl Portrait. They were the six that I actually started off with. They were still in their cellophane bags, folks, and they're still in the um, you know, the mount board. But we started selling them, and they then started to take off. It was about the time when I started doing mail order as well. Were so you, was, you still weren't allowed to sell them, though, with Faber-Castell at the demonstrations you went to? Um, oh, the demonstrations I could, but I couldn't sell them at art stores. So if you were if you were representing Faber-Castell, they wouldn't allow you to sell them? No, because it, it, they, they were funny like that. These shops, they wanted all the money. They didn't want yeah. you, to, you to benefit from it. Yeah. The only thing I did do at the shows, uh, the Faber-Castell allowed me to sell the products at the shows. But even then, I had to sell basically to Faber-Castell first. Yeah, so or rather give them a, a royalty on it. Yeah. Anyway, that's besides the point. But that's really how the pack started. And they've changed several times over that. I mean, yeah, I mean, because of course you don't sell them with the carbon anymore. When, no. when did you stop doing the carbon? When did you realise people were not using the carbon? Oh, they, no, they were using the carbon. It wasn't the... It wasn't the that wasn't the problem. The problem was I couldn't get hold of the carbon. Oh, that's Do you right. remember you last week? This. Yeah. I was talking about uh, square it, drawing. Yeah. The carbon's got worse and worse and worse. And in the Do end, you think people still get rid of Do them. you think people still use that? Or do you think they photocopy or, or kind of, you know, have copiers and things like that? They get your, your line drawing, they copy it onto pastel paper. Yes, they could do. They, 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 that's exactly what they did. Because with yeah. technology mm. nowadays and photocopiers and mm. scanner copiers being so mm. accessible for people mm. with computers Absolutely. and things like they that. They can do that. I mean, they don't have to now because the, the, we supply the pastel paper with the line drawing on, so they don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. They don't have to transfer them. Uh, that was quite an innovation, really. That So the present pack is sells by the thousands. We've sold thousands of them now. Yeah. And they are obviously a very good uh, product. But that's how it all started. I think it's interesting, isn't it, how it, things it, develop over over the, it over is the as well, and, and also because we only see what the packs that you currently have, like yeah. the starter packs. But obviously, you started yeah. off with a very small amount, yeah. and that's grown to you know we've got a hundred over a hundred odd packs that's right. now, that's um, right. and different levels as well. Because you must have thought oh, these are going really well because they were starter packs what you had initially. That's right, and they were obviously going really well. And you thought, okay, people can attempt something a bit trickier now. I'm going to set up a workshop mm. pack, you know, that for like an intermediate level. But then, of course, you're using more pencils. That's right. So you must have had to say to yourself, there's no way I can whack 12, 20 pencils on the front of this pack. That wouldn't work very well, would it? So I've got to do it another way. Well, uh, this is, again, this all happens because of public demand. You know, the people you say, can you want something a bit better? You know, I've done these. I've done all these 20-odd packs. I now want something a little bit more challenging. So, And that's how I developed the workshop pack idea. And then the super workshop pack idea. And I mean, this is working very well. I don't really produce any starter packs or beginner's packs anymore. I think we've got enough yeah, know, with our yeah. 21 packs to, to do that. Uh, so people, once they've done that and tried it, it obviously works well. We see we, we don't get any problems with them at all, do we? People okay. are very happy. Yeah. So yeah. there we are. That, that's, a, that's the story of the pack. Let me, let me fire a few questions at you because it's, it'd be interesting for anyone out here that's not tried a pack. 
Right. Imagine, like myself, I've, I've never done a pack. Right. So what would you recommend to, for people to start with? If they're completely new to pastel pencils, what pack should I get uh, or the should first, they get? The first thing I always say to people when they say that question to me is, what do you like to do? Because people really, if they were an yeah. animal artist, they want to do an animal. If they're a landscape artist, they want to do a landscape. It's no good giving an animal artist mm -hmm. a landscape and, the, and vice versa. Okay. I mean, they would do it, but they won't have the enthusiasm. So that, that's the first thing. So if that's a student... What, what if I don't know? Well, if you don't know, I would say one of each. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so I don't know. So, so if, if I don't know... What, what animal and what landscape? Well, the, the animals keep it simple. The cat portrait that... Uh, the S cat portrait yeah. starter pack, because there's a, a few cat right. packs, isn't oh, it? Oh, it's the cat portrait starter pack. That was the first one. That was the original one. Yeah. And it's still really the bestseller now. Okay. Still sells well. That's the one I would recommend, because cats generally are easier if there's lots and lots to it, like a tiger. If you've got lots of interest and lots of detail in it it's much easier and you suppose you learn a lot more from doing that pack because it's not mm. you, there's so many s different things to it that mm. you you learn so much from just doing the pack you probably do it over and over again the most difficult pictures are like the black labrador for instance or mm. the white kitten mm. they're difficult because it's just one color to worry about you mm. know and, and you've got those tones and shades within that color it's difficult okay but when you've got a tiger you know orange stripes and so White, you're suggesting cat, cat or a tiger, cat or a tiger for a starting an animal. That's uh, an animal. Picture, and if, if I want to do animals, landscape, landscapes, boats and landscape, uh, sunset. That's a very good one too. Mm. These are quite simple ones, really, because the instructions are quite simple. As long as you're following the instructions, so and we've had so much success with that. If we're starting out like that, if, if I'm starting out and, and I go for those. Mm. Uh, some of those pencils, if I bought them with pencils, do some of those pencils overlap between pictures? Oh, they do, yeah. So yeah. how would how would uh, someone like myself cope with that? If Would I buy the pencils completely separately and buy the packs without the pencils? Well, I would re always recommend as you buy a pack to start with, see how you get on. If you're happy with it and you've got on well, you've got six pencils to start off with. Right. Then you want another pack and you say, right, I want to do uh, the landscape this time. I've done the cat. I want to mm -hmm. do Hamilton Mill. Mm -hmm. A couple of those pencils will be used again. Mm -hmm. So there's no point in buying another six. Yeah. You can, what people do, they email me and say, I don't know, I, I, I want to do this pack now. Which ones do I use? And I just tell them, well, you need a Hamilton Mill starter pack without pencils and just buy two just or three extra three. pencils. Yeah. Okay. And build up your pencils that way. It's the very best way of doing it. Mm, mm. And lots of people do it that way. Mm. Okay, it's just it's good to kind of uh, get it from a real because you don't know uh, we don't know from people listening to this podcast whether they they have packs they've tried mm. packs or not and uh, it'd be nice for them to know how they yeah. can start if they if they're interested in doing any of them you know what they get and absolutely things like that. Well, we do have um, the starter pack YouTube, don't we? And so they can go through that. That's there's a, what YouTube the YouTube clip that shows mm. the starter packs. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the YouTube is, is fantastic. I mean, we do so much business from YouTube. Mm. And understandably, people can see it done. So there we are. Okay, fantastic. Have I, have well, I, thanks have I sold you a pack, Steve? That's you have sold me a pack, oh, yeah. Good. If you get time to do it. <laughs> with all your heavy schedule. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm sure everyone on Facebook would love to see my attempt at a pack, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, let's move on to some questions. The first one I have here is from Claire, and she says... 
Uh, hi, Colin. I just wanted to say how much I enjoyed this week's podcast. Assuming not this week's, last week's. Um, it made me smile when you described how you first scaled pictures. When I started animal portraits 20 years ago, I used to do exactly the same. I'd have my ruler in one hand and jottings of equations on the other so that I kept the scale exact. I stopped doing any drawing for about 15 years and now I'm as keen as ever to get back into doing as much as I can using your methods. Thank you so much for bringing out my bringing back my enthusiasm. I love watching your videos and listening to your podcast. Regards oh, that's nice. Yes, I, I replied to Claire. And uh, it, it, isn't it nice that someone else done the same thing? You yeah. Know? Um, it, it would be nice to know that at the time. Yeah. And I'm sure Claire would have said the same thing, that other people are doing this. Because you always think you're on your own. Yeah. But you never are, of course. No, of course. And then you, you discover these new methods and then mm. suddenly you get this kind of spark of enthusiasm. That you say, oh, that's well, right. Carry on doing it. Okay, the next question I have is from Linton Bolton. I like that name. That's a good name, isn't it? Linton Bolton. Uh, Hi, Colin. I was wondering if there is any way I can get larger sizes of the ingress sandpaper other than an A4, as it is a bit small for some of my artwork projects I have in mind. Thank you. Regards. Yeah, well, this this keeps rearing its head, Steve, and I'm still in touch with uh, our supplier, and Mm. they still haven't come back to me. I phoned them, in fact, today. Yeah. And the lady was on holiday. Oh, typical. <laughs> so I'm going to ring him again tomorrow. But I'm keeping on the case. I'm still... Trying to get hold of these larger... Yeah, because yeah. if we can get hold of A3... That's the idea, isn't it? To try and get hold I of I want to try A3. to get A3 or near near A3 as I can. Yeah. So hopefully... I'm still going to do it. We, we're going we're gonna to be supplying yeah. that. They're not very supply. keen on doing it. I can tell you why, if you're interested. They used to do it all in-house, which wasn't a problem. But mm. now they have to ship it from... Uh, Folkestone, right down to Cornwall. Blimey. Yeah. What, to get it cut? Yeah. And then all the way back. And, of course, they're thinking... It's costing a lot of money. We're putting him off. We don't want him to do that. They're not putting me off. Oh. Well, we know there's a demand for it. People want it. I know. I know. But it's logistics again, you see. Mm. And that's that's the problem we have. But I'm on the case, folks, and I'll do my best. Good. Okay. Well, thank you for that question, Linton. The next one we have here is from Jonathan. He says, uh, Hi, Colin. Trust you had a good Easter. I'd like to ask you a question relating to human portraits in pastel pencils. I believe all your portraits you have demonstrated to date on either YouTube, DVD or on your website members section have been female. I was wondering if there are any key pointers you can provide in producing a male portrait, especially where you have a rougher skin appearance. Would it be possible to produce a video of an interesting male portrait where perhaps new aspects and techniques would be gleaned? A young child's portrait would also be an interesting subject to learn too. Thank you, Colin, as always, for your excellent work. This what is a really what a great good question. question. It's and so true. The isn't answer it? isn't going to satisfy Jonathan at all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the problem we have with human portraits is people, unless they're doing a p- specific person, mm. you know, like their husband or their son, then they're not going to want another man hanging on their wall. <laughs> a woman or a man isn't going to want another man or a woman hanging on the wall. So if I do a portrait of someone, who's really going to want to do it? How do you know? Well, that's uh, true. Let's put the question out there I know. now. Well, do it, do it. The, the reason I do the young ladies is because, first of all, I'm a man and I enjoy doing uh, portraits of ladies, especially in Victorian costume, as you probably gathered, Yeah. because it's more interesting and... Those pictures grace many a wall mm. and will continue to do so. 
that this is really the problem we have when you're doing a situation like me. I've got to do a picture. Like Renoir picture, for instance, is yeah, typical of that. Yeah, yeah. That's gone down so well, and we've Ooh. had a few people send their pictures in, and uh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant job of it. And there's going to be more of that kind of thing. So, I mean, Renoir's not stupid, is he? He did the same. The only ones he did is self-portraits, which is... I could mm. do that, I suppose. I could do a portrait of me, folks. What about that? <laughs> Or a portrait of you, Steve. Uh, no. <laughs> no, but you see my point. This is the point we have. But but you're quite right. Put it out there. Let's ask. Let's see what people think. If I'm not saying I'm going to do it, but, <laughs> you know, see what you think. Well, a simple yes or no. Drop us an email or write on Facebook if you'd like to see Colin draw a male portrait. Um, I mean, if anything, like, you know, to see the techniques involved in, in yes. doing it. If people yeah. want to... i tell you what I could do. This is what I recommend... I, I, suggested to Jonathan was I could do something like the portrait of a lady. Do you remember that exercise? Yeah, on the members site, which is kind just of a small do, little square. Yeah, just do the f the eyes, the nose and the face, maybe a moustache or a beard or something like that. Ooh. Something like that. That would that would be okay. I won't mind that. And people wouldn't mind that as an exercise. Okay. But a full blooded portrait I don't. <laughs> so <let's> see. <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> the question is open to you guys. Yeah, so it is interesting. And funny enough, uh, there's another thing that I was going to bring up, and I'd forgotten earlier to do this, Steve. Kenneth uh, sent me or he sent me an email, and he said, I've got a picture of a cougar, and I would be appreciate your help with yep. it. You know, set it up, uh, colours and set up and so on. Obviously, I replied to him saying, well, this is what you do, but I thought that maybe what we could do you know we've had so many people say what well, i don't know what colors i need what colors i use so on so i thought i might start a little series off so what i've done this week i've worked on kenneth Guga. i haven't i'm not doing any artwork with it all i'm doing is explaining to people how they how he sets it up the proportion in the composition of the picture the colours that you would need and how I arrived at the colours. Mm -hmm. And I think people would find that quite interesting. So I've done it anyway as an experiment and okay. you're gonna you're gonna put it on the site in the next couple of weeks. Go on, on YouTube this is. Yeah. Because a lot of people out there in YouTube land would be interested as well. Okay. So, so we'll it's a kind it of it's kind of a way to how to tackle uh, a subject. Absolutely. And what we'll do is if it if it works out yeah. Then maybe we can encourage people to do a similar thing. They can Sending send their, their pictures, pictures, possibly, and we can then. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to sift through them. We won't be able to do everything, mm -hmm. and we don't want to repeat the same thing. Absolutely. Yeah. But we could get half a dozen pictures with all the you know landscapes and still lifes and so on. Okay. So well, there, there you go. Well, we'll see what how people react to this this yeah. cougar then, and we'll yeah. see see how it progresses. But it's another thing for the pipeline for people to to be involved in, and it's uh, another useful service that we can provide. Absolutely, that's what we're here for. Absolutely. Okay. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode, episode sixteen. Yes. So thanks very much for answering all those questions, Dad, and right. giving us your knowledge once again. There's plenty of that around, Steve. Absolutely. So anyway, it's goodbye from me. So thanks everyone for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week. I could do a portrait of a man, couldn't I? Yeah. With or without a beard? Beer? No, beard. Not what, beer. Well, I'm holding a beard. No.